Once again, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to the Your Favorite Blockhead podcast. I want to talk today about something that is near and dear to my heart. Those that have followed the show, you know he's been on more than once. My friend and my brother, Mr. Daniel Hurd of Ride With Dan USA. I want to talk to you about his movement. The one pedal at a time OPAT movement. Guys, every day in the U.S., a person dies every 12 minutes from suicide. And up to 25 times as many will attempt suicide. Guys, we have to change the stigma. And that is what OPATmovement.com is all about. One pedal at a time is about more than simply riding bikes. It's about discovering a whole new way of seeing the world. If you go to my link today at yourfavoriteblockhead.com slash blog, click the link that says start.opatmovement.com. You will see a page pulled up about Living Work Start. Living Work Start teaches life-saving suicide prevention skills in as little as one hour online. And during this time of COVID-19, there is a discount applied that is supporting communities all through the U.S. and around the world. Guys, go check out my link for the Living Work Start. Click the link and support the OPAT movement. Support Ride With Dan USA. We can overcome this together one pedal at a time. All that being said, the little redhead girl's giving me the go-ahead. So what do you say we go ahead and start the show, shall we? Good afternoon, Blockhead Nation. Happy 912. It's been 19 years since that horrendous day, and we are on the other side of it, seeing the patriotic side of America still thriving. It's really nice to see from this end. Thank you so much for tuning in this afternoon. If you're not sure, you are listening to your favorite Blockhead, the only podcast in the podcasting world that can somehow incorporate the Peanuts comic strip one minute and then be talking about MMA and Warriors Inside the Octagon the next. I am your host, my name is Brian Little, and today, starting off the show, I'm going to go ahead and reach into a toolbox that I haven't used for a while. I'm going to bring forward some of my affiliate ships that I have for this show. Starting off with, guys, every time you come to the show, you hear me mention yourfavoriteblockhead.com slash blog. That is a convenience for the notes and the audio for the show, also for the links, especially if I provide you with anything that is associated with the show or whether it's the guest. And when you listen, you're going to hear WordPress being used often. Well, WordPress is easier to utilize if you have it managed through the cloud hosting program called Cloudways. These guys are helping you focus on building a great website, not so much worried about the web hosting complexities. They have a managed hosting platform that gives digital agencies, e-commerce businesses, or guys like you that are starting your own business online the flexibility and choice on how your websites are hosted. They're backed by 24-hour support, and you're guaranteed a peace of mind by using Cloudways. So set up your WordPress page Through Cloudways, you have the chance to use a free trial by going to my link today at yourfavoriteblockhead.com slash blog. Click the link for Cloudways and start your free trial as you build your website and you build your WordPress hosting site. So guys, as we get into post 9-11, yesterday was a very emotional roller coaster. Being able to show the students in real time 
event by event how 19 years ago America was changed forever. To be able to do that and to be able to pick up the microphone today, there's still a level of solace that is still present. You can probably hear it in my voice. Just knowing that there still are American flags that are flying proudly today, knowing that there are so many of you that still wish we can yearn for the unification we had from that day forward. If I'm going to speak on both sides, I don't mean to sound divisive, but there were some that took their national pride too far. There are too many today that have too little national identity. What you want is somewhere in the middle. You want that happy medium on where your patriotic side comes out and where we always honor what our nation has come through. We take the good with the bad. And either way, this blockhead will always salute, put his hand over his heart for the American flag as it waves proudly in the wind. So getting that into this part, there are plenty of you that have started coming over to my show and have started to go, okay, so you're you're building a little bit of a following. You also have a business that's happened with your podcast. Well, technically, I still have my passion that uh, runs deep through me as a middle school social studies teacher. On the side, the only day I can really dedicate to is on Saturdays. And really, this can tie back to something I read in a great book by Timothy Keller. It's called Every Good Endeavor. Everybody that has a chance should either download this book on your Audible, maybe listen to the audiobook, or just go to the library, check it out, or get yourself your own copy from Barnes & Noble, whatever way you have to. Timothy Keller's Every Good Endeavor really has a way of changing your perspective on doing your work in alignment with God's will. And it's mentioned in the book that the way to serve God at work is to be personally honest and evangelize your colleagues. The way also is to seek to engage and influence the culture to glorify only Him. To be able to work with a grateful, gospel-changed heart through all the ups and downs. And I'm not sure what profession you've been in. Guys, I've done every job that you can think of. Maybe not efficiently and not maybe every single day, but looking back, I've done everything from mowing lawns, to working in the Georgia Pacific plant where we were uh, making boxes. I worked at the Toys R Us distribution center for a uh, short span. I've installed doors at City Hall. I've worked in libraries clearing out concrete. I've worked with a I've worked with a bedding company, taking trucks to and from and providing beds for sleep number clients. Installed air filters all throughout West Texas with the wind and all in these big AC units. So there has been so many jobs that I've done in between working with Enterprise, cleaning rental cars, being a a shuttle driver, working still at the airport for other companies like Budget. It's been so many. I really can't even keep up with how many side jobs that I've had leading up to being an educator and now officially having my own side business through your favorite blockhead, the podcast. It kind of just fell into it, but... You know, there, it's even mentioned in the book by Every Good Endeavor that you find your joy and your passion, when, and when you do make money, that you are as generous as possible with it. God gave me specific abilities and specific talents and specific uh, ways to glorify Him, not just through hard work, but be able to align my work with His will. 
I mean, even Linus tried doing that. He it's there's a comic strip where he tries to become a he mentions to Charlie Brown that he's gonna become a doctor. Well, he sorta of wants to become a doctor. It's it's too bad he couldn't come through for us with some kind of a COVID vaccine. That'd be nice, Linus, if you could have come to the rescue since Johnson and Johnson are dragging their feet amongst other companies like Merck and Pfizer. But, you know, he, it's mentioned in the entire comic strip, when I get big, I'm going to be a very famous doctor. Well, maybe we got a problem right off the bat. But if you look further in the comic strip, he says, I'll save everybody. I'll perform miracles of surgery. I'll diagnose swiftly and accurately. I'll work wonders. I'll be a regular M-deity. Not an M-D, an M-deity. Looking at this podcast or looking at whatever your side business is, whatever your interest is, it's even mentioned in the book The Parable of Peanuts that I'm reading right now by Robert Earl Short that man's worship of his own independence, his belief in his own ability to provide for himself apart from the grace of providence, this is an idol to be crushed. So as I share with you these ideas, this is just something that kind of fell into place. I didn't really have a great plan. And the truth is, even as, because I've got people going, hey, you're making money. You're, you're doing all these things. you got a seven streams of income video blockhead. You're doing well. Well, it usually gets recycled back into the podcast. I mentioned that to be honest with my listeners and be upfront that it takes patience and it takes hard work. For those that haven't watched the video, my WordPress blog really does not make me a lot of income, even though it is activated by selling Google advertisements. It's got Google ads that are out of my control. My Spreaker web hosting platform does provide pre-rolls that you just heard at the start of this show and post-rolls at the end that does provide a little bit of change here and there. So I get maybe 10 bucks every three months. I mean, talk about will podcast for food. But, I mean, I stole that from a friend of mine who used to have a, a network. And then there's the, the merchandise. Yeah, we have t-shirts. There's even a mini-comic I have a co-authorship with that's coming out soon. Not ready to release the first draft yet. It's coming in due time. Just be patient. You got the Kofi account. A lot of people use Patreon. And this was discussed in the group that I had with Pod Houston that some people are using Patreon and other avenues. I happen to like Kofi. It's just like a, it's basically a GoFundMe, only you get three $3 in advance. So they tip you. It's literally a tip jar. And when they do, then if you tip your favorite blockhead at ko-fi.com slash your favorite blockhead, then I will make sure I come back with a personal DM thanking you for that. Then if you give two cups of coffee, and not only will you get a personal thank you, but you'll have artwork that I provide. If you look at my podcast, you see it's Charlie Brown with headphones. This is a drawing that I did about developing a new philosophy. The philosophy will be personally written for you, whoever you are that give that give a cup of coffee. If you give three cups of coffee, well, you get a t-shirt on sale. The t-shirts are $15 a pop. If you buy three cups, you're guaranteed a shirt at $9. So you get $6 off, not a bad little discount. And now as far as what you heard when I mentioned Cloudways and you hear me mention that, well, that's among many of the affiliate relationships I have through ShareASale. ShareASale is an affiliate marketing network that has actually made me income. Most people will do well with Amazon. It's called Amazon Associates. Walmart has an affiliate program. eBay has an affiliate program. All you got to do is look for it. Some people use what's called Rakuten Marketing. It used to be called Linkshare. A lot of people will go for Commission Junction. That's another one that's out there. ShareSale has actually worked. It took time. 
It's very sporadic. You cannot count on it being a consistent flow of any income because the con is people have to buy. So if somebody buys Cloudways, then yeah, I get a small commission on that at no extra cost. And you will see that in the disclosure statement. This is something I learned from Michael Hyatt. Michael Hyatt is well known for blogging, but blogging and podcasting is just a perfect marriage in between. Once again, it gives you more internet presence, but he mentioned affiliate sales, but you always disclose that you are an affiliate because that follows FTC guidelines. I'm sharing all this with you because I've picked this up along the way. When I first started using the microphone and hitting record, I didn't know what I was doing. But as time went on, I had to educate myself. There are three E's that I believe in when it comes to the YFB network and when it comes to groups like Pod Houston Insider and other groups that I'm part of, I believe in the three E's. Educate, entertain, edify. If you're not going to educate yourself or others around you, you probably might not want to consider the YFB network. If you are entertaining people, then yeah, we, we have a reason to listen to you. There's something about society when they go home and they want to reprieve that the entertainment world has thrived during the COVID-19 epidemic. If you are here to edify, then you are part of the group. If you're just in for yourself and only prospecting, we can tell. But all of this is leading up to the next part. Michael Hyatt talked about selling advertising. Well, that's what I do with the host red ads. The last one you heard me do was Society Socks, which, by the way, those socks are great. They're comfortable I do recommend them, even though they're not a sponsor of this particular episode. They have done business with me through what's called podcorn.com. I'm sharing all this because some of y'all have been inquiring, how do you do it? I really can't give you the perfect formula. I can only give you what I have done on my end, and now go play on your own terms. As far as what has made me the most as a side business, it's been learning how to do passive investing. That's honest truth. I learned how to look for the four M's, look for meaning in a great company that's on sale because when COVID-19 happened, all of these stocks were on sale. I stepped in and bought them. So I looked for meaning. I looked for what's called a wide economic moat. I looked for management that I believed was doing a good job, and if I don't see them continue doing a good job in the future, I'll either sell or I won't do business with them. Also, I learned how to look for what's called a margin of safety. All of these things are why my number one side income has been using things like Acorns and Robinhood. And right now, I will talk to you a little bit about Acorns, if that is tickling your fancy. If you're going, oh, I want to learn more about that blockhead, what I will tell you is Acorns is where the mighty oaks do grow. What you sign up for is just $1 to $3 per month, and you start investing your spare change from your everyday purchase. They have what's called roundups. When you use a particular card, your debit card, and you purchase something, let's say you purchase $3.50, they will round that up to $5, and they will save this into an investment portfolio of your choosing. Now, I'm an aggressive investor, so in my case, it is putting them into the very best Vanguard exchange-traded funds on the market today. So setting aside the leftover change from everyday purchases by turning on your automatic roundups and setting up your portfolio, you get acorns and you learn how to grow your oak. Learn how to get more from your money with easy-to-understand articles and videos from financial experts on acorns. You invest, you spend, you earn, you grow with acorns. 
You're going to find that link in the podcast today. Our scripture of the day is going to come from Matthew chapter 5, verse 6. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. This pertains to, there's a lot of you that come on that are looking for the formula that works for Blockhead. Guys, this one scripture here describes a profound hunger that cannot be satisfied by anything that this life can provide. It cannot be satisfied with a snack. This is a longing that endures and is never completely satisfied on this side of eternity. I ask you to examine your own heart as I mention that today. Now, as I examine what's going on in the current day of mixed martial arts, you know very well I'm going to talk about peanuts at the start of this show, talk about Linus being a doctor. Well, this time I'm going to mention several people who have been masters at spinning us like a top in the world of social media. I can start with one by the name of Nick Diaz. Now, we already have the rematch set, as far as I know, that there's going to be a rematch with Jorge Masvidal and Nate Diaz. But if we go back to post-fight of the very first one, there was a particular person that spoke out, known as Nick Diaz, and said, I'm not impressed. He just beat my little brother. Okay, if we can just pause there for a second, Nick, this is not to disparage anything that you've done in your career, but what I can mention is there is something that Nate Diaz was able to do that you were not able to do, and that is able to overcome one of the spectacles of the sport. Khabib and Nate Diaz were able to overcome the brash Irish fighter known as none other than the notorious Conor McGregor. You unfortunately were not able to overcome arguably the greatest mixed martial artist in the history of this sport known as George St. Pierre. It is one accolade that your brother has that unfortunately until you either face George St. Pierre or if you face Conor, how are you going to be able to step in and move Nate Diaz out of the way of somebody who rightfully should have a second shot at the title that was concocted in his own mind, but somehow, thanks to a doctor stoppage, had the belt put around by Dwayne The Rock Johnson around the waist of Jorge Masvidal? Nate Diaz wants to run it back. Jorge Masvidal wants to run it back. Fans on both sides want this to be able to be run back. Dana White wants to see this one come to fruition. But your comment from a social status is very interesting, Nick. And you do have my attention. This is the current shtick that Nick Diaz is on. And it is a fun topic. I've even heard it discussed with Brendan Schaub. Brought this up with Joe Rogan. This was discussed on Ariel and the Bad Guy. Another guy that is on everyone's lips, his shtick, his gimmick, is quite different than what we have been seeing in the past. The quickest turnaround in the history of this sport that I can even go back to, the only one 
that even closely comes to mind is when you have the tournament style at the beginning of the UFC known as Hoist Gracie, who had three matches in one night, maybe more than that. Either way, for a guy like Kamzat Chemaev, it's hard to say his name, Kamzat Chemaev, to be able to have so many fights within a three-month period, and then for them to set him up with another one. Chemaev has my attention. The grit, the determination, but the turnaround, the ability to have fights stacked one on top of another, which can this work to his advantage in the rankings? Of course it can at this point. He's turning heads with his continual matchups. Everybody's going, didn't he already fight? This is a different type of feel. As often as we have fights, there is no off-season in MMA. But is Chamath going to have any kind of an off-season on a monthly basis? Last time we saw that, this is almost Hoist Gracie 2.0. On a different era, on a different level, in the current day of MMA, Chamath has got my attention. Nick Diaz has my attention in social media. Chamath has my attention on the schedule. And then we have a few. This is where I'm not too happy with Ariel Hawani. He wants to step in and say, Stipe, your marketing's not working. I believe that Stipe Miocic is now on Gary Vaynerchuk's sports channel. It's, it's kind of hard to say. I think it's Vayner Sports, if I'm not mistaken. Which, if he's wanting to crispen his marketing and maybe tweak a few things, I can see where you're going. But it seems like he's playing the mind game of, I think Brock would be a good matchup. Wait, no. I think John Jones would be a good matchup. No, I think I might go to boxing. And how this has the best MMA analyst and journalist in the field today all twisted up and tied up with Stipe, it seems to me like we're forgetting there's a famous old saying that went through Texas once that said, if the chicken dips snuff, then look under the wing for the can. Brock Lesnar has not signed a contract with MMA yet, even though he is a free agent. John Jones has relinquished the light heavyweight championship and has not had a heavyweight bout. Daniel Cormier has put his hat up on the rack, but how can you turn that back on Stipe and after he's a six-time heavyweight champion or six times defended, how can you sit there and tell me that you are frustrated with Stipe? Moving to Vayner Sports, I guess we will see what happens in that camp in due time. Can you really point back and say that Stipe is doing something wrong if he's held the title as much as he has? At this point, when it comes to the heavyweights in the UFC, if there's going to be a Mount Rushmore for heavyweights, I'm pretty sure Stipe's face is going to be up on that engraving. Regardless of how he handles his marketing moving forward. And I'm not frustrated with him. I'm intrigued, but how much more do we have to dig into this until we have something solidified for the fans moving forward? As far as what's happening in the next couple of weeks, we do have a main event tonight with the ladies. We have Michelle Watterson returning. We are two weeks away from Israel Adesanya versus Paula Costa, which we'll catch you up on in due time, but it seems like there is another story that there has to be some clarity. I've got friends that are watching the Toyo Tires commercial, and they're still confused. Now, I mentioned this on a Facebook Live. I'm going to do a little bit of justice here. 
Not that Forrest Griffin needs me to defend him in any way, but it makes the commercial that much more hilarious. When you know Forrest Griffin's background, most of you that have watched the early days of MMA, you know about the infamous Stephen Bonner versus Forrest Griffin season finale fight for the contract in the UFC from The Ultimate Fighter. You are aware of this one. What most are not aware of is in 2016, when you had the acquisition and the UFC is no longer under Zufa control, ownership positions given to Chuck Liddell, Tito Ortiz, and Forrest Griffin. And the title they're given is pretty much to stay at home. I mean, what more are you going to do while the corporate world continues to grind out the daily manufactured UFC line. Forrest Griffin looks at this and says, I'm getting paid too much just to sit at home. So what Forrest Griffin does is turns this into a 9-to-5 job. He goes to UFC headquarters every single day. This is the way I understand it. He puts together his own cubicle, finds his own desk and desk chair, gets him a used computer, and somehow includes himself in everyday business at the UFC. Well, to bring this full circle, you now have a new... You have a Toyo, Toyo Tires commercial where the guy opens up his truck after getting his new tires and sees Francis Nagano sitting there in the front seat with him. So the marketing behind this is quite interesting for us UFC fans, where if you buy Toyo Tires, you get toughness along with it. And the guy's like, awesome... And the girl, his girlfriend or wife, she's like, if I get Toyo tires on my truck, I get a fighter, which, of course, they have a disclaimer that says UFC fighters don't actually come with tire purchases. Okay. Either way, we look into this garage, and she's got her choice of three UFC fighters. Dominic Reyes, who is shadow punching, Anthony Pettis, who is doing roundhouse kicks, and Forrest Griffin, who's standing by the water cooler. Think about what's... Let this sink in for a second. On who Forrest Griffin is, who made his way up the corporate ladder in a makeshift way, looks like a cup of coffee in his hand, got his arm on the water cooler, and he's got on a black polo shirt, looks like he's ready for a 9-to-5 position. And the girl looks at all three of them and says, I'll take... She looks at Dominic, she looks at Anthony Pettis, she looks at Forrest, who gives that infamous Forrest Griffin smile... And she points and says, him. She wants Forrest Griffin to be her UFC fighter. And he goes, yes, still got it, while he's throwing the water from his coffee mug all over the place. This makes this commercial even more hilarious to watch. That is vintage Forrest Griffin. As far as what's happening with Nick Diaz and his presence on social media... As far as what's happening with John Jones, Brock, Stipe, in between. What's happening with Dustin Poirier, if he is going to even continue forward with the co-main event with Tony Ferguson, which it looks like, according to breaking news, that they could not negotiate a contract on his behalf for the October bout, which is a huge bummer. All I can say is, we have to wait and this out and wait for the final results Meanwhile, knowing all along, Forrest Griffin hasn't changed a bit. It's nice to see that as verification with the Toyo Tires commercial. Fun little rabbit hole to run down this point. 
Make sure you guys also check out my link today for Century Martial Arts. Over 40 years providing the best MMA gear and equipment on the market. Whether you're a black belt instructor, a fitness enthusiast, or just want to get in some shape and want to throw some jabs, you can get your MMA gloves, you can get training bags, and everything that you want for your martial arts equipment from Century Martial Arts by clicking the link at yourfavoritblockhead.com slash blog and use the promo code SAVE10 to get 10% off of your purchase from Century Martial Arts. And with that, we sign off until next time. This has been your favorite Blockhead. We'll see you next week. Same Blockhead time, same Blockhead channel.